Hello again out there in uh, Birdland. It's uh, Anson Tebbets along with... Uh, Chip Darmstadt. Well, we've certainly had a mild week uh, for December. Um, a little bit of rain coming in on, uh, I guess it was Thursday, and uh, a little bit of snow in the forecast as well. So it's uh, it's been a strange December for sure. Yeah, perfect conditions for uh, ice <laughs> on driveways and roads, back roads especially, right? Yeah, the good old back roads uh, when we get some uh, when we get some rain and then uh, some snow and. And we got some ice, but yeah, so yeah, but uh, as we approach, uh, as we approach the end of December, we've been seeing, um, we've been seeing goldfinches though. Yeah, they are uh, one of the few finches I've been seeing so far this winter. Hopefully we have more in store, but um, goldfinches are definitely around in good numbers. I'm seeing them at the feeder at the North Branch Nature Center, up to flocks of like 25 or so, seeing them at home. Um, pretty much all over, wherever there's weedy fields and bird feeders um, and birches. I'm seeing them in birches feeding on the catkins, which is cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at a red-breasted nuthatch on the suet as we talk here at home. And on their way, I see a flock of about 40 turkeys that are making their way across the field and are going to hit the bird feeder here probably by another five 40. or six minutes. 40, yeah. We have a big flock. Um, I think they've... Uh, joined forces we've had some smaller flocks but i think for the winter time they've joined forces and they're i think they're enjoying the lack of snow it's pretty easy traveling for them right now i bet well they must clean out the feeders pretty quickly if there's 40 of them yeah they were enjoying the uh um had an earlier flock this morning and they were enjoying slipping on the ice um and they're <laughs> and uh, so that you know the squirrels are acrobats they're you know they're tossing more stuff onto the ground so the uh, turkeys are having fun with it but uh, so back to the goldfinches the goldfinches certainly much different looking now than in, when we saw them in august yeah it's almost like you're seeing a different bird um yeah, and if you're not familiar with the winter goldfinch, it, they can be a little confusing because, yeah, they some of them may have a little hint of gold on them, some of the males, but they're kind of a brownish, you know, mousy color now. Um, the beak in the summer is orange, but this time of year it's more of a horn, horn color, um, a dusky color. Um, they still have the bright white wing, uh, wing bars and white on their rump, um, but they don't have that, you know, the, instead of this beautiful golden color, it's more of this subdued brown, unstreaked brown. Mm -hmm. And I hear them, I hear them from time to time. I can hear them overhead. Uh, sometimes they don't land at the feeders, but uh, you hear them, uh, you hear them moving in big flocks. Yeah, often making that, uh, that distinctive call, potato chip, potato chip, potato chip. Um, and they usually, you know, sometimes you see just one, but usually in flocks. Um, this morning we probably had a flock of twenty-five here at the nature center. Um, so usually in, in sizable groups, uh, often descending on feeders or birches or in a weedy field to eat seeds. They're ex almost exclusively seed eaters, and certainly this time of year. Yeah, I have a good crop of, um, of of burdock and thistle around the farm as well. So I think they enjoy that as uh, as the winter goes yeah. along. It's cool. You can actually, um, even though they're much duller than in the uh, breeding season, you can differentiate the males and the females, which is kind of cool. The The males uh, have black wings with, with the whitish 
wing bars. And the females, the wings, instead of being dark black, are, are more of a brownish black, much duller overall. So I, I like when I'm looking at a flock, I, I try to pick out the males and females. Um, even this time of year, you can you can tell them apart. Mm. Yeah, talking about the the American goldfinch, and it's part of our it's part of our finch forecast, right? They're they're part of that network. Yeah, they um, you know they I don't know how far north they nest actually. Uh, it's, and there goes the waxwings. <laughs> I'm sitting in my office, and there's this flock of waxwings landing in a tree uh, across the road. Um, yes, they they do. You know, they're year-round birds here in Vermont, and some winters they're plentiful in the state, and this seems to be one of those winters. But some winters they do move um, further south, and um, you know we don't have anyone analyzing mast crops here in Vermont like they do in. Uh, Canada for the winter finch forecast, but my guess is it has something to do with um, just enough food availability. You know, was there a good catkin year on the birches and the alders? And if so, maybe they they tend to stick around. But this year they're sticking around. Even if we don't see a ton of other finches, we'll see the goldfinches. Mm-hmm. But I'm hopeful we're going to see some other finches this winter. I know I've been hearing and other people have been seeing pine siskin, um, some purple finch sightings. I haven't heard of any evening grosbeak sightings yet, um, and there's definitely been white wing crossbill. So we got a smattering of finches, but uh, not not the numbers we had last year. Yeah, um, and the uh, the turkeys have arrived at the feeder right on as I predicted, and they're they're coming in in mass now. There's probably twenty now, but more on the way. They have a little trail. They're they're waking. They're coming across the field from the barn, and uh, single file. Single file. Um, and um, the squirrels have vacated the, the feeder now, so they've taken off for now. So they're in, the turkeys have taken over, and they're just coming. And as they get closer, of course, they, they look like they're out of a Jurassic Park movie as they, <laughs> as they run, they sprint to the feeder. And, um, oh really? The so feed, they kind of take their time until the yeah, they, and, and then they, they see yeah. they they see the uh, they see the gold and they go for it. And I have a that's I have a feeder that's hanging in a maple, but under the feeder is a giant uh, boulder, a rock. So what they do is they they go up on top of the rock, and then they actually are tall enough and they can reach the feeder, which is hanging in the maple tree. So they go nice. they actually they actually eat right out of the feeder. Wow. So, but um, yeah, here they come. They keep coming in. Oh my gosh, we're way past uh, break time here on For the Birds. All this breaking news we've got uh, with, <laughs> with wax wings and turkeys and um, no something in the nuthatch yet. But Chip, we've been talking about the American goldfinch, and my understanding is you had a you had a program earlier in the week at the uh, Nature Center talking about the finch forecast, huh? Yeah, um, Tyler Hoare, who I think we had on our program here once, Hanson, uh, was that last year? Um, Tyler Hoare is with the Winter uh, with the Finch Research Network, and he took over for uh, Ron Pitaway, who used to do the, the Winter Finch forecast, and Tyler's been doing that the last couple of years. So he, yeah, gave a great presentation on winter finches and what to expect this year and talking about the conditions that caused them to move around and be so nomadic. Apparently there were, with all the fires out west and drought, uh, there's not much cone crop out west. Um, so a lot of birds are uh, further east this, this winter, and some are coming south, but there's a decent crop 
um, in the boreal forest. So a lot of birds will stay where they are. But yeah, if people want to listen for themselves, uh, it was a presentation um, co-hosted with Dream Mountain Audubon, and it was a Zoom presentation. So we'll have a recording. It actually may be on our website right now. Go to northbranchnaturecenter.org. Um, natural history programs, look for um, presentations, and you can um, listen at your leisure and uh, learn about winter finches with uh, Tyler Hoare. Well, that's great. So that's at your convenience. You can you can listen into that to that program. Uh, even play it through your play it through your radio for traveling. A little podcast. Oh, yeah. even. it's kind, yeah. of, kind of fun. Absolutely, I listened. On, I listened on my phone. Yeah, good stuff. And that's at the uh, North Branch Nature Center website. That'll be posted on what's happening with all the finches. And we've got some uh, we got some bird counts coming up as well, uh, Chip. Yeah, it's the season. For sure, uh, we should have some results uh, coming in. And if you'd like to participate in a Christmas bird count, uh, they're happening all over the state. Uh, you can go to the eBird website. Uh, just Google Vermont eBird. And right on the home page, there'll be a link uh, to all of the um, Christmas bird counts in Vermont. Some will have gone by already, but they go into January. And you can... You know, watch birds at your feeder. You can go out and count birds in your neighborhood or do a driving route. Um, you do need to sign up because it's a team effort and there's a coordinator for each of the counts. So definitely you want to contact whoever's in charge of that that, that circle, that count circle, um, and, and register for the count. But it's free. It's fun. You can do it on your own or with uh, you know, family or friends, uh, walking, driving. There's all sorts of ways to do it. Yeah. Great way to get out and enjoy the birds this time of year. Well, if I was doing it today, I'd have about 40 turkeys I could log in on. So, <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, we do, have to, um, we do have to fly out of here for another weekend. We'll be back uh, next weekend. Until then, I'm Anson Tebbets. I'm Chip Darmstadt. For the birds.